Hello, welcome to Gay, the show where the host is gay. It's called Gay, and the topic doesn't have to be. There we go. You got it. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm uh, really we have a new about. guest this week. Hi, mom. <laughs> Not my mom. Hello. Uh, Ellie. Hi. <laughs> Esteemed and guest. Esteemed guest. And, you super, and super fan. Super fan of the oh, show. Yes. Uh, this is a one-time occurrence, so all you other super fans out there, don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> and then we were also joined by... Austin. Yay. Um, so we recorded a podcast last week that has yet to come out because I'm stupid, and I was supposed to release it, like, on, like, Tuesday or something, <laughs> and it has still on my phone, unedited... <laughs> And here we are. Wow. Recording Look, episode four. Living on a prayer. Living on a prayer. Um, yeah. What, what is... I have so many fish. You have so many fish. I have so many fish. Um, I had three for a while, and one of them raised from egg to adult female slash she-beast. <laughs> like, quite frankly, shark in the water. Like, she is ginormous. Like, she's the biggest thing I've ever... What kind of fish is she? She's a beta. Oh, okay. And they're not supposed to be this big. Like, I have two males, and she would literally eat them. Like, she is an alpha predator. Like, the apex predator I've ever seen. And she just has bloodlust in her eyes. Um, I love her. (laughs) She's the woman I want to be. No, she's... Yeah. No, she's a role model, really. Like, Like, that's why I keep her around, is that, like, I... The thing that I've given birth to, figuratively, um... Is what I look up to. It's such a great feeling. But um, I recently added a couple friends to her uh, aquarium, uh, and they are wow. I've, I I kind of feel like that guy that did the Hunger Games, like specifically the director of it, who like kind of put the people in. Like I'm watching them fight um, a lot. It's they're I think they're gonna live, but it's uh. So my cat <laughs> ripped off a piece of my mom's plant. Is now <laughs> carrying it across the room and. He dropped it, and now he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> I feel like I should go take care of that. Joey! He's like, bitch, don't even fucking talk to me. I'm busy. Well, Help. What's what's new with you, Ellie? Um, I got a new job. <coughs> How's that going? Uh, it's pretty good. I work at KTV as a camera operator, um, and it's really easy. Uh, all I do is move a camera around. And it's actually kind of fun just because, like, the anchors are really fun. And Mm -hmm. yesterday, there's a really hot weather guy. I probably shouldn't say that, but he is. Um, (laughs) Call what it is. He'll definitely His name is Alex (gasps) Elisi. Name drop. (laughs) He follows me on Twitter. Oh, that's a big deal. Is he verified? uh, I don't remember. We gotta tell him. I love it when verified people follow me on Twitter. But then... (laughs) You know, um, but then he's also moving to like South Dakota in like oh. December, so so it's, it won't be that big of a deal for much. No, time. no, um, but uh, but the other day we were we had a story about there was Disney on ice, and so we had Alex out in the field like <laughs> making people perform at like six in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then so he was doing that, and then they were playing. Uh, like, they were performing their Little Mermaid piece. And then, I think it was the weather guy, Matt, who was like, is this, like, an allegory for going down on a woman? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, that's why they're crabs. <laughs> the level of unprofessionalism amongst the KETV group. I know. It's really, it's really astounding. This podcast is turning into investigative journalism itself. <laughs> 
What am I in school for? <laughs> <laughs> to make jokes about crabs. <laughs> Ew. Oh my god. So, but then, like, they, like, the whole crew, like, lost it. That was in the studio. They were like, that's, wow, that's a lot. Amazing. That's wow. Do they talk like that off the camera? That's my real question, and really only you can answer this. Um, they talk pretty normally off camera, but, I mean, they, like, they're aware of it. Like, at least the morning guy, the morning people are, like, not super serious, I feel like the evening people are probably more serious, but I've never met them. So it didn't go... Never met the woman. Never met the woman. <laughs> so it didn't go, like, according, Tom, it's a metaphor for going down on a woman. Oh, like, yeah, it, no. it wasn't like that. No, he no. didn't. Well, and then the other thing is Matt Serwe, who's the other um, weather guy, is, like, so incredibly gay. Uh, he's so gay, and mm. I love it so much. You should have him on the show. Yeah. He's my new He's my new gay friend at my other TV station. I've been replaced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does it feel, Simon? <laughs> You know, it doesn't feel much different. <laughs> I'm kind of used to it by now. <laughs> but, yeah, it was funny. Nice. He always makes jokes about stuff. And then he always plays really, really loud music, like, first thing in the morning what when he gets it. Uh, St. Vincent was one that he pointed out. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. Like, people that are, like, like indie and, like, underground, but, like, not really. They, like, only, like, gay okay. people. Like, it's, like, oh, okay. it's definitely, yeah, like, a gay scene thing. Gotcha. <laughs> like, it for sure is. I love people Gay, the new hipster. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I love when a person has one personality trait, and that is gay. And it's gay. There's nothing else. I know a lot of people like that. I do as well. Yeah. Yeah. It is a dime a dozen, if you will. You know, I can get them for 12 cents at the mom and pop shop down down the, down the street. Is that where Ellen works? <laughs> Ruby Begonias? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On 13th and 4th and O. Uh, <laughs> It's not even the right street. Open from 8 a.m. to 5. <laughs> it's great. No, they have awesome Halloween costumes, though. Uh, I recently uh, figured out what I'm going to do for Halloween, and I'm excited to put it together. I don't want to say it because it's I'm feeling uh, the people who so it's a surprise it. for. Oh. <laughs> Can you give us a hint? Um, it's a pun. It's a pun. Yeah. Like, last year I was hung like a horse. <laughs> I had like, one of those, like, horse head masks uh, strapped to my belt, and I had a noose around it. Not dressed like a cowboy, just to you know match ah. it, but yeah, hung like a horse. God. Uh, so it's it, it's along the lines of that. Where it's, of not, that. it's not like a, a thing to dress up as, but it you it's can make. It's a more costume. of an idea. It's more of an idea. It's, it's performance like a, art. Yeah. Performance art. It's like a metaphor. I don't know that it's an allegory. I don't think you'd understand. Yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> actually, no. This won't come out until after. Uh, uh, Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, this will be like first week of November. Okay. Sugar Daddy. And I'm going to have uh, a bag of sugar in, like, one of those, uh, you know, like baby carrying, carrying thing. things. Oh, my God. And I'm going to dress like a dad. That's so funny. I'm okay. excited. That's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> do you know what you're going to do? Uh, I want to be David Bowie, but Ziggy Stardust David Bowie. Okay. Um, and I want to dye... Well, I know his hair wasn't purple, but I want to dye my hair purple anyway over this. Okay. Um, but Two then, one stone. Yeah, and then do, like, a red streak. Nice. As like an homage, and then like do, and then do the makeup for it, and then like wear something cool. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I've never listened to David Bowie, and I I know that's probably not true. I probably there's probably a song that I didn't know was David Bowie. And yeah, it's probably. Like, oh, okay. But I feel like I just haven't. I don't know anything about it. You've seen the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. He has. There's this David Bowie song in there. Which one? <laughs> I have it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I won't play it, well, but I have it. Well, do you, you have an idea for Halloween? Oh, me? Yeah, I'm going to go with Cole McAllister. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, uh, at Goodwill, they had some running shorts from our alma mater, 
uh, for like a dollar, and so I got them, washed them three times. <laughs> just just in case. Way. Just in case. Uh, I'm gonna get some like carpet fabric, cut it out, and then staple it to my face. <laughs> or glue it. I don't know. I haven't really decided what medium. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go as Cole. <laughs> nice. Are you going to a party that he'll be at, or I don't even is know nobody gonna go gonna, out? Is nobody gonna get? Yeah, no, it's gonna be me in my room. Okay. Like, watching Hocus Pocus. I'm gonna hang out. Nice. In it's, the dark. It's a Moon Age Daydream. Is the David Bowie song? Uh, right. It? Should I play it? Like what? Uh, of course, Moon Age Daydream. Obviously. I mean, no, you don't have to play it. Okay. I'll, I'll look it up. David Bowie is one of those people where, like, I'm sure there's plenty of songs. If you heard like the chords to it, you're gonna be like, oh, it's that song. Yeah. Or you can definitely trust that a lot of people that came after him have used him as inspiration. Yeah. And it's sort of like that. Like, and I kind of get like. Are you on? Yes, we're recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with the game. Uh, and Nebraska's playing Ohio State today, and they're going to get, get smashed. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's a euphemism for getting drunk. I want to clarify. Just in case you didn't know. <laughs> um, but is, is so is David Bowie's music kind of like similar to like Queen, where it's like rock, but sort of like very It's more pop powerful. Oh, it Yeah. Sure, but it is definitely rock. I'm trying pop. to think, because Queen was like 70s. Yeah. And then I want to say David Bowie was like late 70s into 80s. Yeah. Okay. So he's more along the lines of like Prince in okay. similarity. Gotcha. Because it is that very poppy, it's very distinctly 80s. A okay. lot of uh, Lady Gaga's first album is inspired by him. And yeah. Like the, gotcha. the lightning thing that she had, that was him. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Of course. Um, He's also a gay icon. So mm-hmm. you should know. Clearly. Him. <laughs> Obviously. I, I'm failing, honestly. <laughs> oh my God. Um, did you ever hear about what happened on uh, Big Brother UK, like Celebrity Big Brother? No. So there's this really famous American reality TV star named Tiffany Pollard, or known as New York. Uh, and she was on like Flavor of Love, and like basically like the star of all these things on Peach One. And no one outside of America knows who she is because it's an American reality TV star. Mm-hmm. Well, she for some reason got signed on to UK Big Brother, like Celebrity <laughs> Big Brother, and no one knew who she was. And so they all treat her, like, really normally and, like, treat her like a real person, but she is just out there being herself and causing so much confrontation and everything. Yeah. Well, she has a confrontation with David Bowie's ex-wife, uh, and the ex-wife finds out David Bowie dies, uh, like, during, well, during the filming. And so oh she, she goes up to this woman, and she's like, David is dead. Like, I can't tell anybody, can't freak out, but David is dead. And she does not recognize that this is David Bowie and that that would at all be the case because I don't really think that she knows who David Bowie is. She thinks that she means David, the other castmate. <laughs> and then she goes immediately after this woman's like, don't tell anybody, she goes and tells everybody oh my God. that David is dead. And they're like, David's right here. And then she flips out. And understandably, David Bowie is old. And this woman is also very old. Oh and so she's like this 70-year-old woman, pigtails, getting yelled at. For, be, for lying to Tiffany about <laughs> David dying. And it just doesn't get resolved. And it's so funny. And it's just, it's just the biggest moment. Like, like Is this show ongoing? Oh, no. It ended, like, last year. Oh, okay. <laughs> she got fourth. <laughs> she made it to the end. It's so funny. How um, does Big Brother work? Is it just, like... I don't really get it. Y'all live in a house, either. and then... Is it, like, Survivor, but it's like, more suburban? It's like Survivor. You're all in a house. They give out challenges that you have to do, and then people vote you off. Uh-huh. But then sometimes they bring people on in the middle of the season, and it's just, like, I don't understand either, because it's, like... <laughs> I, it's cool for me if it's, like, a real world where, like, no one wins. That would be fine. But, like, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Because how can you come on, like, the second to last episode and win? Yeah. That'd be so... It's so weird. But 
I love it because it creates so much drama. I, I <laughs> eat that up. Like, what are the challenges it. that they do? Oh, like <laughs> Tiffany Pollard had got a challenge. I was like, you have to go gossip to everybody. <laughs> she was like, okay, <laughs> done, <laughs> done. When, I was already doing that, but it's yeah. cool to be. Uh, I was doing it while you told me. <laughs> <laughs> She's so unbelievable. Like, I like well, because so do you know who I'm talking about though? New yeah. York? Do you know? I don't. So she was on Flavor of Love, which is, like, the parody of The Bachelor, where they got Flavor Flav, this, like, really old rapper who, like, super obscure, really his fam- like, most famous stuff is this show, I would say. Um, and they got, like, 20 girls who did not, like, they all signed up for, like, a Bachelor-type show. so many memes. Okay. So funny. But, like, they didn't know who it was. And okay. Flavor, of, Flavor of Flav is not attractive, and they come oh, out. She did you, the girl who's like, had to, did you make an accent? No, no. not not of that. Like, <laughs> not like that. No, <laughs> but, I'm gonna cut it short. So she's the antagonist of all the shows gotcha. because she's so horrible, <clears throat> like hilarious to watch. Don't get me wrong, I'm on her side. Um, <laughs> but she makes it to the end in both Flavor of Love and Flavor of Love Two, which is the same guy. And he doesn't choose her twice, and it's so unbelievably awesome. And then she gets two of her own uh, I Love New York shows as well as uh, New York Goes to Work which are, she tries to be an actress in Hollywood oh in which gosh. someone tells her to break a leg for her audition she's like I'm gonna break both your legs and <laughs> she doesn't understand what that means oh my god um, and then the next one is uh, New York Goes to Work which uh, or I'm sorry the, I think that's the other one but uh, she <laughs> America votes on which job she gets that week and it'd be like do you want New York to be a lawyer, a doctor, or a ghost hunter? And she always gets the really horrible one, like, nudist colony, like, supervisor, and, like, all of these things like that. And she just freaks the F out at every oh moment. God. And she has to inseminate a pig. And just, oh, she's... It's like dirty jobs, but dirty with, job. t- with Tiffany Pollard. Right. Like, I don't... I, people are like, oh, it's just, I hate reality TV because it's not real. It's like, I get this is not real. I don't care. This is... I watched, you know, like 21 Jump Street. I watched Mean Girls. I don't think it's real. This is comedy gold. Yeah. She's so funny. Like, ugh. Great. Nice. People keep trusting her. Like, why do you <laughs> trust her on these shows? Also, she has a mom on the show. One last thing. She has a mom on the show. I'm, like, there's a huge rumor that she's just an actress. Mm. And that the whole thing is a lie. The whole thing is just, probably. It's, it's wonderful. I mean, yeah, I, it's probably. But they went on, like, family therapy with, like, Dr. Drew. So, like... Where does the lie end and when does it begin? <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, I'm done. Blurred lines. Blurred lines. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, you mentioned that you, you watch Hocus Pocus. I do. Probably is what you're going to do for I'm Halloween. Do you guys have any movies that you just watch every Halloween? Like, for me, it's like Cabin in the Woods, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought I got a couple words mixed up. No. I picture understand. Rocky Horror Show? <laughs> a Rocky Picture Horror Show. <laughs> anyway. The character's name is Rocky Horror. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, obviously, I say Hocus Pocus. Um, I usually try to watch um, Halloween Town 1, 2, mm, Yeah, that's a good one. 3. Not the last one. I forget that. I didn't know there was the fourth one. They go to the university and they replace the main actress. Yeah. And Lucas Grabiel's in it. And Lucas Grabiel's in it. I don't... What is he in the rest of them? No. I didn't think so. No, he's the love interest in the fourth one, inexplicably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other Halloween movies that I watch... Uh, I usually I find myself at two a.m. watching Disney Channel, so they always like have things on replay. So it's like Phantom of the Tele, not the Telethon, Phantom of the uh, Theater or whatever, Megaplex. Uh, it's really obscure and bad, but it's really good. I love it. Mm. Um, do you watch anything? Ellie? Like Nightmare Before Christmas. I watched that before mm. Christmas, and I watched that before Halloween. It's a perfect movie. Yeah, <laughs> two in one. 
Um, actually, I just watched a movie last night that is, it was called Boys, The Boys in the Trees, and it was on Netflix. It's not where I want them to be. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really, like, crazy, because it's, a, it's like an Australian indie film that's on Netflix, and it's, like, about this group, it's like a skater group in that 1997 on Halloween night and it's like the last day of school for them or something is when Halloween did this movie night. Come out? I, I have no I think like 2016 or something. Oh I yeah. could never guess any of that. No, yeah, from the like, name. Yeah. But then like so it's Halloween and they're all like dicking around and they're talking about what they're going to do uh, for like college like if they're going to move away like blah 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 and then there's this kid that comes in and he's like kind of ostracized by everybody and it turns out that he was actually really good friends with the main character when they were younger um and then so it's halloween night they get all dressed up blah 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 and then you see a shot of the old friend like drinking out on like like some waterway or something and you like don't really know what he's doing but then it goes through this whole story of like how they're sort of becoming friends again and like the games that they used to play when they were kids um and how it was really terrifying and like all this stuff and then can i spoil it sure sure at the very end you find out that the fucking friend has been dead the whole time and he was like you didn't believe in ghosts and then he was a fucking ghost carrying through (laughs) carrying it's i it fucked me up so bad who was in the tree no one's in trees. God damn it. <laughs> no one's in trees. Another fucking metaphor. Yeah, well, I think the point of, like, the trees was, like, there was the female character, the love interest, was talking about how, like, boys are so immature and their heads are always up in the trees and they're so childish and they're so stupid. And then the... Mm, they don't believe in ghosts. Yeah, obviously. Well, it's Australian, so I don't know if that's maybe a thing right, in Australia. Maybe. Yeah, but then he's he brings it back by saying, like, well, why can't I be both? Like, why can't we still be kind of childish and still have that... Why can't my head be in the trees, but I'm still grounded? Yeah. <laughs> and then it was, but you find out that he's dead at the end the whole time. And he like finds his body in yeah. the water and he like picks him up and like all this stuff. And it's terrifying. When did he die? He died like earlier that day. Oh my God. He drowned. He got drunk and drowned. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then like. Okay. Yeah. And then he goes off to like college. Um, and the it was. Corpse or the guy? No, the guy, the main character. Casper, the guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, it's a ne- like the next Halloween night, and then he dresses up in the mask that his friend was wearing that night to sort of like honor him, but it's a little weird because I think it was the same mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, he died that day. Like, or like. Yeah, he died like that. Yeah, it's like, like the police evidence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you kind of killed him. Like, yeah. Actually. Wow. Um, it was really good, though. It was really, really well made, and like. It's it's so good. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of take that out. to a larger topic. How do you feel about that as a plot device? Not necessarily. Cause I like I like the fact that he died earlier that day. But mm-hmm. so many movies and just things do the thing like they were dead the whole time. Yeah. Or like they've been dead for the whole time. The other one's been crazy, and since their childhood, they never like got over it. Mm. Like I, I don't like it. I think it's lazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's I, yeah. Well, I just feel like. It, it adds so much more tension that, like, that's the reveal. Like, it doesn't... means everything that we watched before had that one precedent that I could not have possibly guessed. Right. Because mm-hmm. he's been dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, have you seen The Sixth Sense? No. Okay, so that's probably where most of, like, this trope stood probably, stems yeah. from. Because, like... Oh, I would say it's actually the other, which is, uh, like, 1970-something. Uh, and it's, like, twins, but one of the twins is dead. It's been dead for a while, gotcha. and then that kid kills everybody, mm-hmm. and so he gets away with it. And you're like, crap. <laughs> so I think that might. Have... Anyway, interesting. Um, but I was just gonna say, like, there's a difference if it's like 
using the trope in a good or a bad way just because like like you said if it, if it comes out of nowhere and you're like that I could have never guessed this uh, aside from like if you rewatch it like if you didn't guess it and you're and you're like where did that come from and then you rewatch it and you see clues yeah. then it's a good movie I like the trope when it's like the person has like assumed the identity of the dead person and it's like oh the whole thing is the fact that this isn't actually that person but it's like when someone like pretends that someone's been alive the whole time or like they have the dialogue between the dead person and the normal person but then you find out it's basically honestly I think it comes down to mental illness as like a plot device where it's like that's no one is justifiably going to be so insane that they truly believe someone is alive have you seen Fight Club? I have not that sounds like the beautiful mind too <laughs> but that, that's, yeah. that is like because that's the whole thing in The Beautiful Mind is, like, that's how you find out he has schizophrenia. He's been talking to some dude, like, through his college life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of hate that movie, though, honestly. Just because... Yeah, you probably... I love Fight Club just because of how, like, I guess... Uh, like, I, I know a lot of, like, the history behind the production of it just because I had to do a have research paper. Book? I have not. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't either. So. Yeah, but I know, like, the ending's different. Speaking mm-hmm. of gay um, stuff, you should read the book. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, I had to do, like, a research paper on uh, David Fincher, who was the director. And so uh, I love how, like, the movie is basically his way of saying, uh, we're not going to spend a lot of money, but we're going to make a really loud and obnoxious movie to get everybody's attention. Mm. Uh, and he made a good movie, and it worked, and he, he's now the big-name director that he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you probably wouldn't like it because it's very much, how could this person be this incredibly insane and not realize it i will say that that it could be one part of it like i I think that fight club from my understanding of it i need to obviously engage it more but it has a lot of other points to it that aren't based upon that fact like it's the reveal of it is sort of like adjacent to like what we've learned and what we've done through this whole thing it doesn't make it everything moot it doesn't make everything meaningless it's just because a lot of times it's used as sort of like the big reveal and that doesn't really seem to be you know particularly leading up to the ending of Fight Club from what I understand Mm -hmm. Um, and also there's just so much other parts to Fight Club that are significant and if someone makes something good and can be trusted to make something good that I I would say that that trope could be the the weakest link in a very strong chain which I think is fine you just can't trust people to write generic things and use that as a plot device yeah you know it's, it's something you have to smartly use do you know the twist in Fight Club well, there's, like, this guy, but they're the same person, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, the main character is this person that he brings up and sort of his idealization of masculinity and whatever. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you've seen it, right? No. <laughs> Oops. Perhaps you've seen it. No, I, don't, I really don't care about spoilers okay. well, all, there's, so. there's another theory out there that the main love interest is also him, and she doesn't exist either, ah. but, uh... You're not really supposed to like, like it doesn't tell that's you that. Yeah, you're just not... supposed to be like something that you could figure out if it was uh, real or not. Um, so I kind of like that idea that yeah. like all all the important people in his life are just him, like projecting his insanity. <laughs> right. Yeah. All I know is that all the dudes in my writer's workshop class are obsessed with Fight Club, and they're always fucking talking about Fight Club. That's a big red flag. And it, it's it's that red class flag. is a big red flag. <laughs> it's a red flag because. They didn't get the movie. Probably not. If, they, if no. they're obsessed with Fight Club, they didn't get the movie. Probably not. No. Yeah. Well, and it's just like that whole class is just—it's so—it's such trash. Like, just mm-hmm. it's so. Everyone in that class, like, so like half that class is so gross. Everyone's so nasty. I'm so thankful that the one writing class that I had to take, all girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly dudes, and most of the dudes are gross. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Guys are gross. Yeah, they are. <laughs> and especially when they try to write things. <laughs> yeah. 
we have to workshop like short stories of each other's in that class mm-hmm. and there was one well there was one that was I think inspired by Fight Club a little bit shocker <laughs> yeah and uh, it was like he told us afterwards after we all read it that it was supposed to be like a tale about peer pressure and like violence against like people like something and it didn't come across that way at all mm. because it was like these kids in middle school and he's kind of just explaining that like they're all kind of boring and like followers and then there's this one friend that's like super weird and nobody really knows like he's always doing weird shit and then they go downstairs in the basement and they start playing Russian roulette yeah with like his dad's gun who's a cop I remember when I was in high school <laughs> I played Russian <laughs> with my dad, no they were the in middle gun. school they were middle in middle school, school. school. his semi-automatic non-roulette it was a gun. revolver that's okay. not because he's, he's a cop right yeah <laughs> I don't know cops carry revolvers this is the walking dead <laughs> yeah this is the old west actually <laughs> yeah he's a sheriff yes and it was really fucked up because literally every time they shot themselves they died like they had the worst luck every time they would spin it was it like fully loaded (laughs) no it was like they would put one in they would spin it and then they would die oh man and it was so stupid and it was like there was like no description of actually what was happening and then the main character was just like i thought it should have been i thought i should have reacted in a different way but actually i wasn't that like some weird robot like it was so weird and it was so bad oh man and then like it was just so stupid. And then there's like, <clears throat> there was one that was supposed to be like, it literally read like how a video game is. Just like every video game you've ever played that has to do with like World War II is literally mm. like how it was. Oh, basically, like basically, it was like there was. I've never played a game. <laughs> no, but it's like, <laughs> there's like a little bit of exposition. He's talking about his wife, Debbie. <laughs> Which I was like, that's the stupidest name to ever give. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. But it's, I was like, I took a picture of it and I was like, this is the name that male writers give fake women. It's Debbie. 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 Debra. Debra. Like, not even Debra. It was Debbie. It was Debbie. But then, like, Take he's, that at great. Yeah. Uh, but, like, he was just talking about his family and how everything went to shit because there was this political, like, two sides around this there's basically like civil war mm. and then it was like <clears throat> they're just like dicking around like his whole family and it's like a big family and they're all just dicking around and then like some shit happens and then they go to like a supermarket to hide out and then they they stay for the supermarket for like 20 minutes and then a wall falls down so they run to the next part oh and God. They, they, it's so bad and that's literally Gosh. the entire thing it's like they they go one place then something happens and they go to the next place and then something happens and then like the end game is like there's a boat that they all have to get on <laughs> And so they're going to the boat. Somebody gets shot at some point, twice in the stomach and once in the heart, and he collapses and is, like, screaming for five minutes about how he's dying. Monologuing. This is Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Yeah, and I was like, if you get shot in the heart and in the stomach, you're not going to die that slowly. But then, at some point, at the very end, there's two burning buildings, and they, like... Basically, (laughs) there were two burning buildings, and people were running out of the buildings with, like their skin on fire and it was sloshing off but somehow they were still running and I was like that's so not how that happens this writer is incredibly woke (laughs) (laughs) and then like they were just and then somebody else's leg gets caught on fire and he's nowhere near the building (laughs) spontaneous combustion (laughs) it was so bad and then the the like old main character guy like collapses and like a building like falls on him and then he's like monologuing again. There's like five <laughs> minutes where he's just like, "Go without me. You have to go." Really dying. That's on full power. Ooh. That one's not. But how? 
How does a teacher, someone paid, how do you give positive and only positive <laughs> constructive criticism? Everybody was like, okay, the way that you know your story is bad is when everybody's like, I liked the idea. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I liked the idea. Um, but everything else is garbage. <laughs> the, like, the structure is bad. The execution was horrible. Grammar's questionable. Your word choice is shitty. <laughs> like, it was so... Do you ever get that, uh, that, like, see people get that response in, like, those, uh, media classes where you have to create stories? No. Oh. Well, uh, in a lot of the classes that I've, I've taken, we have to share our stories with the class. Right. And then everybody in the class, like, critiques it. Yeah. Uh, and, like, so- sometimes they'll just get somebody who's just, like... They really don't understand the editing software and the levels all over the place. And mm-hmm. they they spoke too quietly when they recorded themselves, and they didn't record themselves in a quiet room. And uh, you're just like, I really liked the topic you chose, <laughs> but everything else is yeah. fucking trash because you don't know what you're doing. You did a lot of research. It was uh, really well informed. I can really tell that you like did a lot of work, like figuring this out. Yeah. I just had a that serene flashback. <laughs> To, in my short story class, this guy that was there for, like, a couple days, he brought in, I shit you not, t- I think 10 to 15 pages of Star Wars fan fiction. Oh, my God. Single-spaced. Single-spaced. It was the... It was, like... Non- <laughs> I just died. <laughs> it was non-default word document, like, very interesting editing on the margins and such. <laughs> Huge single blocks of text. And it was a fan was fiction. Was it indented or No. A little bit. Oh, my but, God. But, like, the margins were not an inch. Like, it was, like, were... a full page. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so many. And we were, like, I don't have the wherewithal. And the, the, the thing is, like, it's like, so you all know Star Wars, right? And I'm, like, I do. But then the girls are, like, not really. And it's not even, like, the newer Star Wars. So it's not even stuff that, like, I mean, everyone should know what Star Wars is. But at the same time, she's, like, I just really don't know what any of this is. And he, like, really expected, apparently, everyone to know the intricacies of the Empire. And it was, <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> oh my god! It was like, we had to do three. I think three. Yeah. double space, and his was single spaced. I would have been like, if I was Agreed. the teacher, I would have been like, get the shit the fuck away from my fucking class. That's like, basically what she did. What the hell? Just, like, oh god! I would have looked at him and like, nobody read this. Well, can you do that? Like fan fiction about something else or does it have to be original work for whatever class you were doing well it's still original and they, we talked about it and she's no, like you're using characters as long as you're create. not publishing it is I, I think the, the publishing is the main thing I yeah. Guess, yeah but I mean obviously we, we actually we did talk about it as far as in the class not whether or not what's you know you're universally correct but she's like just do original just because it helps us you know grow as like independent writers or whatever and mm-hmm. it, was, it was level one it wasn't like okay. you know and so it was you know he shouldn't have done it. Like, it was just such a simple assignment. And it wasn't even a real one. It wasn't even, like, the real story you were supposed to write, which was supposed to be, like, ten pages. This one was, like, our real crappy first little writing thing that we would, like, redo a bunch of times. He was so much. And I, I th- he obviously had written it before. He's a friend. Mm-hmm. But still, it was, like, just even bring two pages in. What the fuck? <clears throat> anyway, that was one of the only guys. So. I saw yeah. a, a news story pop up on my screen. It said that the motion picture... Uh, Academy has expelled. It's not there anymore. I'm, oh. trying, to, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, okay. so, the Motion Picture Academy expelled Harvey Weinstein from his lifelong uh, whatever. I got an email from the KTV tips that people send us that was like, it should be pronounced Weinstein because it's spelled that way. I don't yes. know if that's correct, but also I don't really think he deserves the dignity of having his name pronounced Berenstein correctly. Bears, Berenstein Bears. Ah, it's the same thing. That's the Mandela effect of sexual yeah. assault. Have you heard about what's going on with Harvey Weinstein? Of course. Crazy. 
I mean, not crazy. Not crazy. Like obviously, like it's just so much. Like somebody in Hollywood had to have been doing this. Yeah, maybe multiple people. Probably multiple people. I'm just surprised just, at the it's amount. Like, yeah, it's it's a crazy amount of people, and there's a lot of people that are just like, you know, supporting him. Like mm-hmm. he's not a bad person. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and it's so what he did was like not even just. Like, what he did was outright. Like, it was, you could argue any sort of way when shit like this happens, but, like, his was aggressive. What he did was aggressive and, mm-hmm. like, on purpose. And then it was also the fact that he was doing it to manipulate women for work. Yeah. Like, using for a his, long his time. yeah. Place of power. Yeah. I want, I saw this really good comment about the whole thing because, like, obviously he's getting fired from all the stuff he does. And so his own companies fired him. Mm-hmm. But the comment was, like, he didn't get fired because they found out. He got fired because we found out. Yeah. Everyone's known about this forever. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you look at a bunch of different shows in the past couple decades, especially in comedy, like, even on 30 Rock, they have a thing where it's like, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm not easy. I, uh, <laughs> out of the five times that I got offered yeah. to start with I said no to three of them. Yeah. Like, it's just, this is everyone, everyone does this. Like, and it's, yeah. it's gross. And they've said a yeah. bunch of different celebrities probably are really famous now because of it. Yeah. And it's a disgusting part of the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But would you do it? Let's get to the real question. No. Would you fuck Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> for fame and for fame. Okay. He's a he's nasty too. He's nasty. Is the thing. He's nasty. Like he knows. He's got like the neck beard and it's like He's gross. so gross. My favorite comment was I think it was Kate Beckinsale. Or wait, yeah, it was Kate Beckinsale. And she was like talking about when she was seventeen and when he approached her about whatever, and she was like, I didn't understand why an older, unattractive man would think that I would do this, like, think that I would want to do this with him. Like, I really didn't get it. Do you not understand that you're not attractive? That you're gross? (laughs) Yeah. In every capacity. Mm -hmm. In every aspect of everything you are. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, contrary, can we discuss um, Hugh Hefner? How Mm -hmm. do we feel about him? Because, obviously, he's passed, but... Yeah, I feel like it's different because... Uh, I don't think he ever forced himself on anybody or forced anybody to do anything. And for him, it was much more about, like, the beauty of the female figure rather than, like, sexual attraction. His stuff is very, like, not... what would I say, like, aggressive, violent, mm-hmm. it's very nice. I mean, he's the whole time, he's like, I very much respect the girlfriends that I have, and they're all, as you say, consenting to do this. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they're getting money, so I think, it's weird to say this, mm-hmm. I think in this case, it's more, it says more about them than it does about him, just because, like, I mean, but at the same time, it doesn't, it, what does it say about them? Like, if they're all consenting adults, who cares? Right. Um, and he just seems like a really nice, good guy, and he's helped so many people mm-hmm. yeah. with his wealth and position. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me think of just, like, the porn industry in general, how, like, there are there is bad stuff obviously but like for the most part i feel like most of it really isn't that big of an issue Mm -hmm. like most of it is like it's not like sex slavery or like trafficking and it's like it's consensual adults they're doing this because they want to and it's for entertainment and blah 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 but it's the people that consume it are the ones that are kind of the i think the people that consume it definitely force the bad things in it yeah um i would say like more longevity in certain things like playboy has it's yeah. been so long that right. it really hasn't had to play to its audience as much as it has established itself. Yeah. But like a lot of pornography these days is so violent and mm-hmm. so gross. And like even the headlines are just like alarmingly like sexist. Yeah. And, but yeah, when it comes to that too, he reminds me a lot of um, Joan Rivers, which do you oh. guys have an opinion on Joan Rivers at all? Do you know who she is? She's, I feel like I know the name. She's a, she was a comedian. She died recently. 
and mm-hmm. she's the one that's always on the red carpet talking to people. She has that kind of like talking this mad smack all the time. So she is very important, very influential as a woman comedian. She was the first woman to have a late night TV show, and she was used to be on Johnny Carson for a long time, and and she's very staunch feminist at the time and very important. But then like she got older, and then like she became like less relevant, and so she's just she's an insult comic so she just insults all these people mm-hmm. and like she, she insulted Adele for being fat she insulted, she just really takes pot shots at people mm-hmm. and people really hated her near the end of her life but she did so much like, in her heyday and I feel like that's very relevant to uh, yeah. Hefner where it's like because yeah. he was he was such a huge part of the sexual revolution he's the reason mm-hmm. that we're more sexually liberated today and right. maybe not when his in his 90s he didn't you know do a lot <laughs> for us but you know yeah anyway just some thoughts yeah yeah we're at 36, almost 37 minutes. Um, much shorter than uh, probably the podcast that you've seen, but the one we recorded last week was only like 30 minutes. Yeah. Because people are still telling me that they're too long or that they only watch like 20 minutes of it. <laughs> uh, they're not like real fans. <laughs> yeah, they're not like Ellie. They're not me. This is what gets you on the show. Yeah. You gotta watch all of it. You have to watch yeah. full length and yeah. you have to request full length. Right. Do we want to keep going or do we... I mean, I was gonna talk about how fish sauce is gross. What's fish sauce? Fish okay, I don't actually know what fish sauce really is, okay. but it's used in like a lot of Asian food. It is. And so I bought it to make pad thai okay. for a class and then like it was it's really good and then I also put it in like I made like fried rice a while ago. But it smells so bad. It's so disgusting. Like it's I really don't know why it smells so gross. But it's, it's just like very fishy. It's like it smells like like ammonia. Oh my god! It's like it's like it's cat fish. urine. Like it really it's so bad. It's so. Okay. You ever it's wonder so what, bad. What makes fried rice taste so good? It's fish sauce. It's cat pee. It's cat, cat urine. <laughs> you got your own machine over there that you can use for your own fried rice. Don't buy in to the Asian market. Don't buy Life it. Hacks. Just make it. <laughs> just take your cat and just squirt it on top of the salad. I've seen that South Park episode where they like get high off of cats peeing in their face. <laughs> of the ammonia. What the fuck? What the... God. And Kenny's like really into it. He dies from it, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh my god. Have you watched Big Mouth at all? I finished the series. Really? He saw episode one and he hates it. Really? Oh my god. I love it. I finished it today. I love it. <laughs> and it's time for our podcast. <laughs> Once um, more. Oh my god. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Do you have thoughts on it, perhaps? <laughs> I just I just think it's so funny, and I appreciate that they made it gross, because, like, that's the whole point. And so, like, and, like, obviously it's gross, and it's, like, yeah, acknowledge that it's gross, but, like, that's what I think is what makes it so funny, is because, mm-hmm. like, that's what happens, is that puberty is fucking nasty. <laughs> Don't mind me pulling my hair out over there. <laughs> a little bit of pain. Yeah, we were, we were talking in the car earlier about it, uh, and I said a lot of the same stuff, uh, how it's it's very vulgar and loud about it, but that's what makes it good. Because, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, that, that's, sort of, that's sort of, like, what puberty is, I guess, for, yeah. for most people, is mm-hmm. that it's just very awkward, and you don't know what to do, but neither does anybody else, and mm-hmm. so you're just sort of, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not satisfying, but that's, what, that's why it's good. Yeah. It's because... Real life isn't satisfying. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> and Austin. Everything you say is right, but I just, when I watch it, that's not what I get. I don't get that premise and execution. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that it should be everything that you're saying, but then it's just, it's not funny to me. <laughs> like, it like it fails to meet the, the part of that premise because it does weird shortcuts. Like, for example, if there was a period episode where it's just overly disgusting... 
Sure. That's good. Like, I mean, it should be more natural we should talk about that because it's real life puberty. Mm-hmm. Like, you just... It happens. People have accidents all the time. But this is just like anthropomorphic sperm, <laughs> poop jokes that aren't real. They're just here for a cheap ass joke. Kissing penises on lightly whatever, like Fred Arvison says. It's just, like, this is cheap. This isn't... Oh, yeah. He was know. saying he really doesn't like the adults because they don't act like adults. They act like other children. Yeah. Basically. Is that what you meant by that? Well, yeah. Or I feel like it's a huge weird... Uh, yes, 100% by itself, but also it's a juxtaposition to the kids were voiced by these very adult-sounding adults yeah. who don't make it sound very kid, other than uh, Jenny Slate. Yeah, true. And it's just, it's sort of a weird... So thing. Jenny Slate's my favorite female comedian? Because yeah. she's good at her job. She's great at she's her good. job. <laughs> she does her job, first of all. Yeah. In this particular instance, it's the one that's so different, but, yeah. I just really like Nick Kroll and John Mulaney, so that's mostly why I watched okay. it. So. Yeah. And it's their show. Yeah, true. Like, John Mulaney's other show that he had, his live-action one, mm-hmm. it was just, like, the John Mulaney show, or whatever it yeah. was called. It was so Wasn't bad. it New in Town, is what it was called? And I then think he it was also called... named his first special that? Yeah, yeah. so... Oh, no. And most of the jokes in the show were jokes from his specials. Yeah. And, like, I was watch- I, I watched, like, the first episode, and it was, like, like reenactments of, like, the jokes that he would tell. Oh, and I was just yeah. like, oh, this isn't good. This... I've already heard these jokes. Yeah. There's nothing new about this. Yeah. Um... But it later came out that that show only existed so that he could have stake in, like, television and stuff. Oh, because uh, previously he was just a writer, right? Like, yeah. on SNL and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I think it was more for now this this Big Mouth show, where, right. which is where his true, probably, passion for uh, the comedy that he writes has been, has been channeled into. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm excited for season two. I, I've seen, I think it's got a lot of positive... Reception. It has. Uh, Certainly mixed reviews, but overwhelmingly (laughs) positive. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's the two-thirds rule, you know? It is, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So there'll there'll probably be a season two. You're going to watch season two of Stranger Things? Yeah. Me and my roommate uh, said that we'd we'd binge watch it when it came out. Yeah. I'm just, I I feel like the show's so mediocre, but like, that's why everybody loves it, because it's so... Everybody, it's the 80s. It's it's the it, it's it embodies what everybody likes, but it yeah. doesn't reach for higher for anything higher than that. There's also kind yeah. of this element of illusion of change where people are like, oh, it's it's everything we love, but new and different. But it's not. Yeah. But it's not. It's literally like like anything that could be a trope was a trope. The only part of the entire show that wasn't a trope was that Wendy is that the sister's yeah. name? Yeah, doesn't get with no. the the. Her creepy name wasn't kid. Wendy, but yeah. Whatever her name was. Yeah. She she doesn't get with the creepy kid. She stays with the jock boyfriend. For now. For now. For now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like in any other show, the jock boyfriend would have actually been an asshole. And, yeah. Right. But, you know. And I think they wrote that they were it was originally supposed to be like that, but since they liked the actor so much, they kept him around and changed his Well, he's going to be in the second season, too. Yeah. So. So. I yeah. just don't even know what to say about it, to be honest. So it's not bad, but it's just so... Mediocre. Mediocre. Right. I agree. Did you ever see It? I did. You did? Yeah. I really want to see It still. And Mother. I haven't seen Mother yet. <sighs> That's another thing that I really love that he did not know. Really? About. I hate that. Really? Oh my gosh. It's so uh It sounds unexpected. very heavy-handed. It's very heavy-handed. And yeah. have you seen trailers for it? Yeah. Don't believe them. That's why people really? don't like Like, did you uh, remember It Comes at Night, that movie that came out? It, like... Probably. Uh, it was marketed as, like, a horror movie about mm-hmm. maybe, like, some monster movie. Yeah. Uh, but it was really just, like, a survival. Uh, oh, okay. And it's, like... Uh, Very interpersonal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so people hated it because it wasn't what it was marketed as. Right. That's the same thing for Mother. Okay. That's why it's got badder, more bad reviews than it probably should. Right. 
Um, it's very artistic, very uh, metaphorical, but also once you watch it through once, you'll understand pretty much the entire yeah. thing. Well, and then and I, the second watch for me was better because I knew what was happening. And yeah, I had to like look up what it really was and watch the trailers multiple times because I was like, it, it doesn't explain anything in the trailers about what is actually happening Mm -hmm. and it doesn't they don't make any sense and so and then I also had a friend that went and watched it and she explained it to me too um and so like knowing that I think I would like seeing it more I feel like it's kind of the same thing as like interstellar is like like you it doesn't really make that much sense when you see it the first time but then like reading it fills in the blanks yeah reading the wikipedia page like I did (laughs) fills in the blanks I feel so bad for you. He does that too. He reads synopses on Wikipedia and stuff. And I, apparently, a lot of people do that. But that just—I can never do that. I can never ruin a movie for myself like that. I was doing it while I was watching the movie, though. So you've seen Mother? No. Okay. I'm talking about Interstellar. Oh. Like I was reading the <laughs> Wikipedia page while I was watching it because gotcha. I didn't understand gotcha. what the hell okay. was happening. Yeah. Reading Wikipedia pages after, or just reading about movies in general after, is always a good thing. After is fine. Yeah. But before. I only do that for movies that, like, I don't particularly need to watch. I just want to know what's going on so I can be culturally aware. Like, it. Mm. I don't need to watch it. Like, the <laughs> new one I want to watch because it's culturally relevant. I don't watch the new one. But the old one? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I want to read it, but I don't want to read it. <sighs> I'm not going to read that book. It's, like, because it's, like, like... 1,600 pages or something? Well, that, and then also, like, it literally just seems so much more fucked up. Also, the creepy sex thing that they do in that? Yeah. yeah. Like, what? What? He he wrote that down. People looked at it and were like, "Yeah, dude, great. Let's publish this thing." You know what's great about this? Twelve-year-olds having sex with one girl. All of us, bang, bang, bang. All six guys. What the hell? What is this movie? Also, she's not a whore. That's just a thing. What? What is this movie? This is the fifties. But then now it's the eighties because Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. Gotta gotta make it eighties. Yeah, gotta bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, I I. I mean, he has, like, I guess he has sort of tried to justify it, but at the same time, I think it's funny that his justification is, like, but you guys don't, like, care about the murders? And it's like, why can't we care about both? I just right. don't want to see 12-year-olds fucking. I'm sorry. Right. No, is it, the main thing is that it's not that there was sex between children. It's just, this is a weird dynamic. And you wrote yeah. this a lot. Like, you, yeah. it was a big part of this. For well, some and isn't the whole friendship kind of like they all have a crush on her anyway? Yeah. So that is weird to me automatically Very that, creepy. like, they already all are into her and she's kind of like... I think in in the new one, is she, like, kind of into, like, one of them, but then, like... Yeah, so the new one, there's, like, two main that are really into her. They all kind of, like, make jokes, like, oh my god, we're hanging out with this really hot uh, yeah. girl. But there, there's that. two that are both, yeah. like, really, like... Actually pining for her. Yeah, pining for her. Yeah. And she's kind of into one of them, but she finds out the one that she... That, that's actually been, like, really romantic to her is the other one. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah. She's he, in love with the idea of somebody, and then it oh, okay. becomes the one that she doesn't think it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a perfect example. Way to explain it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. I didn't like it. I mean, I really? thought it was I thought it was hilarious, and I thought yeah. it was just over the top and absurd mm-hmm. and like great. I didn't yeah. think it was scary, and I didn't. I don't think that's the point, though. A lot of people do, though. A lot yeah. of people. I'm gonna be on your side with this. It definitely from creation. It doesn't seem like they try to really make it that scary, which is fine. Yeah, but, yeah, like, but people really like, people took it as it was supposed to be scary. I'm just yeah. so scared. I'm just such a little blah. It's like this movie is not remotely scary. Like yeah. It, well, and the whole point is supposed to be like psychological though, isn't it? Because it's like it, but it they really, they really dropped the ball on that. I even yeah, think like, like, the, the old one did a better job and the other one had like way worse like <laughs> Everything <special> else. <laughs> way worse everything else. <laughs> everything else. And yeah. I'd agree. That, uh, have you seen uh, Black Swan? Mm-hmm. 
Like, that did psychological horror and, like, insanity really well. And that's like, the director of Mother. Yeah, that's the director of Mother. Yeah. Um, and, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that did, uh, like, that sort of, like, losing your mind really well. You don't know what's real and what isn't real. Right. And the audience also feels what the character feels. Yeah. And that's what I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be these kids who, who are so psychologically tormented by this right. thing. That they don't know what's what's happening to them, and mm-hmm. they wanted to be as an audience member to feel that with the kids, right? But it was just so they come to a realization quick. So there's this thing, right? It's around here. I'm trying to make us scared. Yeah, what are we gonna do about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's verbatim what happened. And like when it like the scenes you see where it's scaring the kids are just like, of course this is like a fake thing standing in front of you, and you realize that as a character. How are we supposed to even believe that? Mm. This is supposed to be something real. Okay. Can I say this too? I've been thinking about this a while. So in the movie, they pick really specific fears because they have all these weird, like psychological, personal things. Right. Okay. Why doesn't it just become a thousand spiders and just crawl all over them? Universal fear. <laughs> you want true fear? That. Yeah. Like, who cares? This like leper guy. I'm gonna step to the side. Yeah. But I'm gonna outrun you because you're falling apart. Right. Like, I just... <laughs> There are way scarier things that you could have picked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just... And to even relate more to the audience. Like, by doing that, by specifically picking weird things just to be quirky, you don't well, relate to Well, is it quirky or was it just because that's what it was in the book? I don't think it's what it was in the book. I feel um, like... I think it I feel, was. I feel like... I mean, I guess I'm, I guess I didn't read the book. Um, I think it is. Like, at least the leper, I'm pretty the le- sure. Really? The yeah. leper. Definitely didn't know that. Um, I definitely didn't think that was... It's it. definitely Monster of the Week for the kids in the book. Gotcha. <laughs> Like, the thing is, too, is just that, like, you know, every moment, it just seems so, it's such a tangible thing, where it's just, I don't have any sort of body horror, or any sort of specific, like, ooh, it happened to me, I'd be like, are you serious? Like, that, there's a painting that comes kind of alive, and it's just oh, okay. like, obviously it's the painting. Like, yeah. Like, if you're, like, eight, sure, but you guys are effing 12, like, yeah. like if it's, like, Jeepers Creepers monster, like, it's truly <laughs> horrific and physical fighting you, but you just saw this painting on the wall. Like, you clearly this is fake. Yeah. And I just, uh, got too unreal. Or, like, the blood scene, um... Where the sink... In the sink? But that's not... That's not just it. Like... (laughs) There's a weird montage with, like, happy music where they're cleaning all the blood. Oh, my God. It's so out of place. And I freaked out during the movie. (laughs) Nobody else seemed to care. Oh, my God. I disassociated. (laughs) (laughs) But then the hair happens, too. I feel like the hair was way too much in the blood scene. The hair? Remember, it comes out of the sink and grabs her. And oh, yeah. and then blood. Like it should have just been blood. Why? Like why? Why add this extra not scary thing? Also, it was, I hate CGI when it's bad. Like the CGI, not bad, but like when it's like this is unrealistic looking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, that's our thoughts on it. Thank you for watching our fifty-minute uh, <laughs> analysis of the movie. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Anyway. Shouldn't that be the title? Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Although we won't get monetized if we do that. Because do you YouTube get monetized sucks. anyway? No. <laughs> <laughs> we have like 100 subscribers. I, yeah. And like 20 people watch the video. Yeah, we have so. 100 subscribers. Yeah. This is our 100 subscriber special. <laughs> <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> That's the title. Thank you for watching. Um, we'll be back next month, hopefully, if I don't mess around again. Yeah. Bye. Bye.